Hello, friends, and welcome to the Cinemondo podcast with Kathy and Mark and me in the middle. All three of us. So that gives room for the for the video down here. Yes. <laughs> and what is the video? Well, I'll tell you. Uh, pretty exciting to see the brand new trailer for Dune Part 2. Mm, part 2? Yes. Uh, of course, the story of Paul Atreides and the Fremen uh, with Timothy Chalamet and Zendaya and some new, uh, some new, uh, you know, uh, characters. Yeah. Uh, Florence Pugh is in this one. Austin yeah. Butler is in uh, this. So oh, that's yeah, pretty that's cool. Right. Austin Butler Christopher, Christopher Walken. Yeah. Wow. So expanding the story. And if you saw the first Dune, which hopefully you did, because it was a great movie, Denis Villeneuve yeah. was the director, and he's just such a great filmmaker. Oh, and smart. he really just built yeah. this world that was so sort of, you know, you're just so steeped in it. But the story went to a certain point and it just ended. It was just like, okay, it, it's like we have to see the continuation of this. It wasn't like a finished, it was just part no, it was of the story. total cliffhanger, like, and like, wait, what? Yeah. <laughs> it's happening? like really, you know, but the it, Dune is a huge book. And it, even yeah. at, you know, doing two parts, it still doesn't really scratch the surface of what the whole story is. But it's a movie, not a book. But he did, did a great job of sort of building that world. And so we get to see the continuation yeah. in, the, in the second film which uh, I'm excited to see because I love the first one. I thought it was one of the best films of the year back in 2021. This, this director makes some yeah. of the best sci-fi because yeah. I thought his arrival was probably one of the smartest yep. like depictions yeah. of what it would probably be like if some you know extraterrestrial came to earth. Like it was just, it wasn't acting like anything that was from this planet. Yeah. It did, everything was wrong about it, which I think is right. Because exactly mysterious, like, like they the to me the drama of that was figuring out how to communicate with them they don't arrive and speak english like they do in so many movies <laughs> right it's like and the spaceship didn't look like you know a little spaceship of the ramp and these little people came out and they all have forearms and four legs <laughs> and then, like all that like how it looks like it could be from this planet which is what all of these like ufo sightings seem to fall into that trope of looking like something yeah. that came out of you know encounters of the third kind i mean and i love in this one they're like how does it how does it work? How is it floating like that? And people are like, we have no idea. Oh, no. It's not from this planet. It's doing something weird. So yeah. I love that. That was really elegant. It, you know, it wasn't this big action packed craziness. All his movies have this sort of really calm, super analytical scientific slant that I love. And I think that's why I just, that Dune just blew me away because it just, it was huge and epic, but it also seemed really smart. And so I was like, yeah. oh, I love this. It just seemed like something that was, I was seeing something new and profound all of a sudden. So I just think yeah. he's a great filmmaker. Yeah. And it's supposed it's to be 12,000 years yeah. in the future. It's a, it yeah. takes place in a, almost an alien world. They're humans. They're, they're descendant from us, but it's mm -hmm. so far into the future that I think, you know, you you, you said the word word world building, which yeah. is so important for things like this, where you feel like w when you're dropped into this story in the movie, you feel like you're in a world that it, that has existed and exists. You, you don't feel like yeah. you've been dropped onto a set that was built yesterday by the, you know, the shop foreman, <laughs> you know, it's, it's exactly. got a history and a depth to it. And, and that's what Dune is all about. The story is about these long plans, these ancient histories and the, you know, the, the Butlerian Jihad and all that kind of stuff. And the, yeah. you know, that happened 
10,000 years ago when the Bene Gesserit started their breeding programs to, you know, it's, it's so full of those kind of deep stories. And mm -hmm. I think he made a, um, he made a film that gave you that feeling. I mean, I love David Lynch's version of it and the TV oh, no, version of that sci-fi channel made. I think those were okay, mm -hmm. but I like the David Lynch one because it's, it's not to me. It's not. It's not really Dune. It's something else. But it's a. Uh, mm -hmm. It's fun to watch because it's David Lynch. But this one really is to me is Dune. Yeah, this felt like the adaptation we've been waiting for. for yeah, right. And a little well, bit of history, just a tiny bit of interesting history about Frank Herbert, and the whole idea of of Dune. He he worked on some. Um, like a project, right? You know, it's a writer. So he was doing a project with an environmental organization about the desert. And he studied the desert for years and about certain kinds of grasses that you can plant in sand that will, their roots will create like this erosion proof thing because so much sand washes into places in, in, you know, the very dry areas in Africa and, and displaces people and causes, you know, famine and poverty and all this stuff and they're trying to figure out ways to figure out how to stop this sand from attacking you know and so he worked on that and that's when he formulated this idea for dune and he wrote this story called dune world and published it in a in an old pulp magazine which is actually still being produced called analog and it was a two it was a two-part story and then that story was combined into a book and he got turned down by 20 publishers 20 different publishers turned him down and you know who the pub what what publisher published dune first was you know the auto auto maintenance manuals the chilton auto yeah. maintenance manuals yeah. chilton publications which <laughs> normally publishes books to how to fix cars saw this and they were like hmm that's a cool maybe we should publish a science fiction book <laughs> so they put it out and then you know and then of course the rest is history as they say and then i think this when it came out in paperback i think that's when it when all the you know the college students started reading it and stuff and i think this is the one that people remember the most yeah. this is like the most common yeah you know the old you know this is I the one that i grew up with i've read this like however many times <laughs> that's but that's funny. a brief history of where the story oh, came okay. from from frank Ho herbert that is cool that's neat so let's take a look at this trailer and see what part yeah. two is all about all right. part two and there's and frank herbert wrote other books which a lot of people say the same thing about they say i like the first one. <laughs> oh boy of course <laughs> All right. All right. Are we ready to roll? Yep. Oops. It's <laughs> breathtaking. When you see sand here, imagine water. If you dive in, you can't reach the bottom. You dive in. Yes, it's cold swimming. <laughs> I don't. I don't believe you. <laughs> in the shadows of Arrakis lie many secrets. But the darkest of them all may remain. The end of House Atreides. Your father didn't believe in revenge. What if Paul Atreides were still alive? 
Have you ever had a dream about your first ride? Oh, jeez. Don't try to impress anyone. You're brave, we all know that. What? Be simple. Be direct. I understand. something to hope for. That's not hope! May thy knife chip and shatter. I got chills watching that. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Lots of kissy going on there. The kissy face. Oh my. <laughs> it's an up. epic... It's an epic romance. It's kind of a, Not and it really. goes on and, and Florence Pugh plays a, a character, pretty heavy duty character who becomes more important. Um, if you read the book, I guess he's, he's going past the first book into the second book. Um, mm. Dune Messiah was the second book. And then there's children of Dune and then God emperor of Dune. And it goes on and on from there when Frank Herbert's son took over and started writing the books after frank herbert died but those first frank herbert books tell this really epic story but it gets after the first book and the second book it kind of goes off in a tangent that that you i remember i felt like i want to go back to that other yeah. stuff you know mm -hmm. it was interesting but it was a. Uh, and also they bypass things. There's a there's a whole book. You start reading the book and you're like, wow, did I miss a book? They're talking about this war that happened. And it's like that. I missed that. <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't written about. Um, yeah. I just think the trailer looks really like the first yeah. film again, complete sort of like mastery of the, mm -hmm. the, 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 you know, the environment, mm -hmm. that great yeah. shot of him sort of like, you know, holding on as he's sort of like uh, surfing along the sand there. That's pretty wild. On the, on the back know? of a worm. Like, he's not surfing. Yeah, he's riding the worm. I like he's that they teased it. Riding and the worm. Show it. They, yeah. they teased yeah. him like cat getting, you know, hooking onto a worm and riding, but they didn't, they gave us hints of it waiting for the big shot of him actually on the back of that worm, like from a distance. Yeah, he'd be like a, he's oh like a tiny God. little ant on the back of this worm. It's going to yeah. be so epic yeah. and crazy. I mean, I, yeah. I love the idea that their next step is like basically like, like almost like that's their nuclear weapon. Like they, if they can harness the worms, learn how to use them. They'll win anything basically. So, but it looked yeah. really hard and crazy. Like when he's like trying to capture and he's sliding down that into the dunes and he's got the hook. Oh, that was just like terrifying. Yeah. Like, like, so and good. Austin Butler, 
Yep. With no hair. Yeah. <laughs> he looks pretty. So I you know the new characters and Christopher Walken's not in in the in the trailer but yeah, yeah. What's that about? In the film. and also we so don't much. see any things like uh, any other types of characters too I'm always really interested in how different visual representations of dune how they interpret the guild navigators because those are there's no what's interesting about dune and the whole world of dune is that there's no aliens in it it's all humans and and different evolutions of humans and Humans have evolved here and there on different planets with different powers and different specialties and whatever. And the, and the guild navigators evolve bodily into a different form. And in the book, it's so mysterious and so weird. And in the David Lynch film, he had a dune navigator, I mean, a, a guild navigator on the planet that came to visit the emperor and, you know, spoke to him from this tank and, in the books, it's always mysterious that they're floating in this tank of of um, melange mist, you know, and they just drink it, they absorb it, they breathe it, and it and the the spice changes their body and changes their abilities and enhances their brain, and they're able to fold space. They can take one point in space and another point in space and bring those points together, and that's how they do space travel. So they have a monopoly on space travel, which is why they're so wealthy and that's always something that's interested me because it's the closest thing to an alien that you get in in the dune universe yeah that's mm. true you didn't see one of them in here either but they play no. a pretty big part in the in the story as well but you saw javier bardem and he's always yeah great. Yeah. yeah he's always great he was the first yeah. one i think because they say christopher walken is supposed to play the emperor shot the emperor. him yeah right um so that'll shaddam. be interesting in that said shaddam shot him yeah uh but I, I like it too because I thought Timothy Chalamet I thought was great, especially the first one where he looked like this yeah. spoiled prince. He has to move this planet, doesn't want to move to. He had this great life and he he looked very he had that great sort of entitled, like he wasn't really capable of anything, even though he was being trained or anything, he wasn't great. And I love that he's he's his character's starting to change and change. He's getting grittier and grittier and stronger. He's just such a great actor. He's really so good, like, yeah. He could easily fall back on being, I'm the pretty boy and I'll be the sex symbol, but he's not doing that. And I like seeing um, Austin Butler in this also because he could be doing the same thing, but he's taking some chances and doing crazy stuff. So I really like that the, they have this actor here at the center because he's so dynamic that you're you're always following him. You know who he is. You're seeing his evolution. Mm -hmm. He's really good mm -hmm. at depicting that. So what I like about easy, most actors could be swallowed up by this movie, literally. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yes, so I love that you, they have actors on here who can totally hold their own against all of the spectacle because that is not easy to do. <laughs> it's like so good. Excited to, about also, to also be a person of that time and place. It's like there's a couple of moments where they push it a little bit, but they but you buy it and you like it. Like when Javier Bardem says nothing fancy, and then Timothy Chalamet says, "I I understand nothing fancy." That sort of seemed modern. But you sort of have to have them be a little bit yeah. contemporary in the way they express themselves in a in a way, even though after 13, 14,000 years or whatever, people would probably talk in a way we wouldn't even recognize. You know what I mean? You don't think the fancy will still be a cool word <laughs> in 12,000 years from now? Like I also the, like you know, nothing they're fancy, in a cutting you know? him saying that with the scenes of him riding the swarm and being a show off. You know? Yeah. <laughs> 
But I get, I get you're saying, yeah, yeah, it's, it's like you have to have some sort of connection to, to us to sort of yeah. maybe laugh at a scene or two. But I remember like in aliens, when they tried to, that, that the, the term was stay frosty, like, Oh, okay. That's, a yeah. way, that, that's yeah. something they'll come up with a, you know, a couple hundred years from now that instead of say cool or whatever, <laughs> which I thought was kind of fun. Yeah. yeah you get, get it. it. Once yeah. you hear it, you yeah. understand, I understand yeah. what that meant in the film. Yeah. And, yeah. And there's a, I mean, the, the ultimate example is Clockwork Orange. And when you, when you watch that movie by the end of it, you know what it, horror show means you know what the words yeah, mean yeah. but that's hard to do and it's also yeah. disorienting in a way and it, and it, you know that's why clockwork orange is so disorienting because you really mm -hmm. feel like you're in the future when people speak differently and it's right you know i don't know what yeah. he's talking about you know <laughs> somebody right. came here from the 1700s they wouldn't know what we were talking about you know what right. are they talking right. about so i have this poster real quick it's a teaser poster ah. Uh, no billing, but you know, it's the, the, the small people, big, you know, big sun, right? It, it's a classic epic poster where you have the, that cast really small, but I like the touch of the long draping fabric that's blown. Yeah. And I like that they included her in this poster because it looks like she's going to be really important. I'm glad she's going to have more do in this because she's a great actress. Yeah. I mean, I've seen her in Euphoria. It's like that this is even the same person kind of blows my mind. She's so different. Yeah. In euphoria so i'm very excited to see zadea do more because she she's great and i like them together so it looks like they're gonna kind of take this on together which i think she is can do anything yeah. she's like she's like him she can do anything i think that yeah. um great. the fact that she can be so like fun and typical you know in the spider-man yeah. films i think she's great yeah. as mj in the spider-man films it re really grounds it you know because she's so real well, they, now they have something at stake, like they're together yeah. and you're rooting for exactly. them. And, you know, yes. it gives a little more personality, like a little more yeah. personal conflict and and um, and risk taking, you know, considering that these two people are together. So we'll see what happens. And the people who have the people who have read the books kind of, you know, unfortunately, know know too much <laughs> about the, yeah, no, the, the future of it. these characters and well, hopefully we won't see that for i mean i wonder how many of these films he's gonna make because these are huge epic films you can't do i mean it sounds like he could go on for like four or five six movies i would assume he'd probably hand over the reins at some point because this director needs to move on to other stuff because he's too good to just be doing these movies like i want to see him do lots of stuff me if too you yeah. the, if you follow the books if he was to t actually follow the books really faithfully i hate to say it but i, I think i would probably lose interest after a couple of them because it goes off on a on a tangent that yeah. it, to me is just like I, I don't know. In unless there's some way that he can take that, I don't want to. I, I don't want to do spoiler stuff if no. you haven't read the series. But I mean, the book, the story takes place in the law, and, and it's almost like if yeah. you're re, if if you were watching, you know, Raiders of the Lost Ark, and you really like Indiana Jones, right? Indiana Jones is the whole point of Raiders of the Lost yeah. Ark, and then what if? What if um, he he you know dies at the end of the first movie, and his friend, his friend, what was his name in, in Sala, becomes yeah, the yeah. becomes the main character, yeah. or short round or somebody. Yeah, I mean, maybe the <laughs> short, yeah, short round too. becomes the main character in the. That would actually film. probably be good. <laughs> and, then, <laughs> and then he then he turns into something else, and right. some friend of his who wasn't even in the first book becomes the main character and well, then maybe he just wants this particular dynamic i think yeah the paul story done you know yeah, and then I he'll be done because that would be i think that's a good place to stop i mean some sure. movies just shouldn't keep going you know? right 
So anyway, there's and maybe our... some other filmmaker could take it over after he tells go. the Paul Atreides story. Then I'll maybe some stuff. other <laughs> some other hack. Yeah, we don't we don't need another director like a, you know James Cameron just spending not you know his whole life yeah. on Avatar films. I mean, come on, let's. Go. I know, seriously, dude, come on. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I hear it was really good. I just couldn't bring myself to see Avatar. Anyway, I okay. it either. Neither have I. Catch us next time. Okay, everybody. Right. Thanks for watching. We'll see you Bye. soon. Bye.